Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King AFL podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left and my right are absolutely no one. This is a special edition of the Jim and the King AFL podcast. So a few weeks ago, even before the um, Super Bowl, we were trying to get hold of a Rams fan to count the balance of Patriot Mark and uh, his crowing about his team that then went on to obviously win the sixth Super Bowl. So, tried, 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 and then finally managed to get Noah on the phone from Rams Nation United so at It's RNU. Very pleased to say that we've got him on the line now. So, Noah, thank you very much for being on the show. It's great to have you on, man. How's it going, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Excellent. The first time I spoke to you was just after you got rid of Jeff Fisher, but before you'd got Sean McVay in the building. Um, end of the first season back in LA. Uh it's gone pretty well for you guys since then, though, right? I mean, uh, up until uh, February the 4th, it was looking pretty good, yeah? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I mean, I've been a fan since uh, 2005, and just see those years of 3 and 13, 2 and 14, 7, seven win seasons, this and that. It was like my patience was just at, the, it was at an extreme high, and like once we got Sean McVay, you know, I was kind of iffy because, you know, he's a young coach. Mm-hmm. But when he came along, we went 10 and 6 the first year, and I was just like, Yeah. And so this year, when they just kept going to the playoffs and just we went all the way to the Super Bowl, I I wasn't here honestly because like this is my dad's team. He died in 2005, and he died a uh, Rams fan. Oh wow! So, like he, that's why I kind of yeah. So I kind of I kind of pursued it. I, I had like to be a Rams fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just really it was really exciting for, to see the Rams in the Super Bowl. So it was like a big deal for me. So I was in tears the whole time and. I'm, I'm made up for you, man, because obviously it was a, a tough move back to L.A. Obviously, it's uh, the Rams' spiritual home. Obviously, like you said, you know, it's yeah. you've been back-to-back now. You've won the NFC West. The last time before that, though, was 2003. It's been a tough old division to get oh, to the yeah. top of. Exactly, exactly. You had the 49ers there for the longest time. Then the Seahawks come out of nowhere with that defense. Um, do you think it's now your time to make a consistent run there? my head, I personally think that it doesn't matter who we have on the team as long as we have Sean McVay. He's so smart. He's so, his, his mind is just so open that Rams will always be decent. You know what I mean? We'll mm-hmm. always be okay. I don't think we'll ever go back to being under 500 as long as Sean McVay's a head coach. That's, that's my thing. What do you think about uh, Wade Phillips then? Because he, he's got the knowledge there, oh, the, yeah. the experience there. How long do you think he's going to gonna stick around for? He's obviously getting on a bit now. Yeah, um, I was really happy when we signed with them because, you know, obviously the age of Sean McVay was super young. Mm-hmm. So we needed we needed somebody we needed somebody old on the team so that he can. So Wade Phillips pretty much is, uh, in my head is coaching Sean McVay. Yeah. Uh, in his head until until Wade Phillips leaves. So once Wade Phillips leaves, which is probably going to be like two three years because you know he's already really old. <laughs> so once he leaves, um, Sean McVay. I think he's going to be set, but, uh, you know, I think the Rams are really blessed to have Wade Phillips because without him, then uh, I don't know what would have happened. He's just, he has the whole spine and he's seen everything, you know what I mean? So Sean McVay needed that. He also attracts those free agents like Akib Tlaib and Adomakan Sue. You just know that they would go there to, to play for someone like Wade Phillips, and especially for Tlaib, who played with him in Denver as well. 
Yeah, uh, I know. I know personally. I know of Keith Lee. I've talked to him on Instagram before, and I know he was super excited for Wade Phillips because I mean, come on, like Wade Phillips was pretty much like his dad over there in Denver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He coached him. Um, he's the re- Keith Lee was the reason why he started in Denver. Wade Phillips uh, put in a good word that okay, he needs to start. I forget over which corner it was at the time. I was reading an article, but uh, Keith Lee got it starting. Uh, you got a starting position because of Wade Phillips. So I know both of them are just like best friends. So They definitely have that connection, don't they? Yeah, definitely. So just looking at the, the regular season, you went 13-3, and three, which is always impressive. Um, and the three losses were to playoff teams as well. It wasn't like you had a, a duff team like, I mean, I'm a Steelers fan, so I had plenty of duff, duff games to, uh, to bad teams. But only the Saints away... Chicago away, and then the the Eagles, who were on the run with Nick Foles, weren't they, at that point? Yeah. So, but I mean, from the start of the season, you went 8-0, and and there was talk of going unbeaten with that team. So, when you start to lose a couple in the middle of the season, did you start to get worried at all? When we lost a couple games, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't mad at all. I was, I was actually happy. I was like, okay, now we got the stress off of our shoulders now, and everybody doesn't have to put the pressure on the Rams. Okay, you're going undefeated all the way to the Super Bowl. Everybody was saying that. Mm-hmm. So once Rams lost, it was like, okay, the stress is kind of off our shoulders, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It it does start to weigh on a lot of teams, you know. So it was just a really consistent run through as well to the Super Bowl. It was that win against Dallas when everyone was starting to say Dallas had a good defense, and uh, then beating New Orleans in overtime. I know that New Orleans fans aren't too happy with that result, but from what we saw, that was a fair result. They had a chance to win that game fair and square, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean. The New Orleans game, a lot of people talk about that one penalty, but I don't know if you've seen the post, but there was like four plays that the rest missed on the Rams as well. Mm-hmm. And when we were at the when we were at the goal line, there was a play that they missed, and it would have put us at the two yard line. We would have scored, and the Saints would have been out of position to win the game. And yeah. nobody saw that. Everybody just saw the play that Nickel Robbie Coleman did, which was an obvious pi. Yeah. But the ref, the ref did this obvious base mask call by us. They've been holding call on us too, and a lot of people don't see that. They didn't see that. All they saw was Nickel Robbie Coleman's uh, pass interference. They're like, no, the ref did a lot of our plays as well. And they gave Drew Brees the ball in overtime as well. They had a chance to go down. I can't believe the the reaction of those Saints fans. But uh, what can you do, man? What can you do? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. What could you do? But you should have seen the Saints fans in the commentaries. And it was like, okay, you guys had the same, you guys were in the same position to win the game. You guys were the ball first, you know what I mean? What more could you ask for? Yep. They're the one that messed it up. We got an interception, went back and kicked a field goal. So it's like, okay, like, Saints fans are just mad because they lost. Yeah. You'll get no argument from me on that one. I thought it was a really not very classy uh, reaction there from the Saints fans to that result. Talking about oh, replaying no, the not, game not or, you know... <laughs> It's crazy. No, personally, I was I was even getting death threats. Personally, I was getting emails, death threats, and this and that. And I was like, "You guys need to relax. Like, what's wrong <laughs> with you guys? You guys are starting to kill me. Like, I'm just a Rams fan. Like, what's wrong with you guys?" Wow. Yeah, that. Yep. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. But um, well, hopefully they've got some time to to relax now, haven't they? I suppose they've got something to think it over. Yep. <laughs> And so, of course, that meant you moved on to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 53, the chance to beat the Evil Empire, and um, I don't know, it was a really weird game to watch. I know, obviously, you had all the emotion about it, but as a neutral, who kind of obviously wanted the, the Patriots not to win a sixth ring, um, it was really, really difficult oh, to yeah. watch as a game. You know, to be, what was it, 3-0 at halftime or something? It was a 
was one of those games, but your defense was great. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm in LA, mm-hmm. and literally everybody in LA was they everybody out here hates the Patriots. So everybody was going for the Rams, and it was just like I just think the Rams aren't experienced enough because think about it, we never made the playoffs before the past two years. Yep. And for them to be on the spotlight in the Super Bowl, they weren't prepared for that. Come on, I mean Tom Brady goes to the Super Bowl almost every year. He he could that guy could have fucking. He could have won the game in his sleep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. So, like, I, I feel like next year we will go to the Super Bowl and we will win. But this year was just, like, a learning experience for all the Rams who are a young team. But next year, I think Coach McVay, all the players will be way more prepared. You think this is the dry run, then, do you, for next year? Oh, yeah. Super Bowl run. Is, next year, Super Bowl or nothing. We're keeping Akeem Tlaib. We're going to keep Marcus Peters. We're keeping two. Um, we have – We I just got news today that we have – uh, three compensatory picks of the draft. We mm-hmm. got two uh, third rounders. Yeah, and one of them's got to go back, though, well. hasn't it? One of the third rounders got to go back for the um, Dante Fowler trade. But you kind of regain your third round pick, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was it was for the uh, it was for Cody Davis, uh, Sammy Watkins, and oh, the other player. Oh, Jermaine Johnson. You remember? Oh Jermaine yeah, Johnson, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the Jets. Yeah, so they so they compensated us with a third round pick as well. I was going to say, what what do you think about the the free agents that you brought in, obviously last season? You think you're keeping all of them for next year? Do you think you'll be able to hold on to all of them? Honestly, I I don't I don't, I don't see us keeping Lamar to join us. They mm-hmm. had a pretty bad season this year, so with our thirty first pick, I see us drafting a safety. But other than that, I think we're going to keep Akeem Talib. We're going to keep Marcus. You know, Marcus had a had a pretty bad first half of the season when Akeem Talib wasn't there. But when Akeem Talib came back, that's when Marcus did good again. And it's right. because Marcus isn't meant to be on number one receivers. He's meant to be on number two receivers. But he still he does really good on number two receivers. And Akeem Talib, obviously, you know, he's, he's, he's like a four-time pro bowler, this and that. So I think we're going to keep both corners. Uh, Sue is still, is still debatable. I don't know about Sue. But other than that, I, our whole offense is still staying. We have Brandon Cook on a six-year deal. Robert Woods is still there. We're getting Cooper Cup back. And when we get Cooper Cup back, I think it's going to be over. Rams are just going to take over the league because that's what we needed. If we had Cooper Cup for the Super Bowl, we probably would have won. That boy had six touchdowns in eight games before that injury. So it's it's really upsetting to see that he wasn't in that Super Bowl because he would have done some damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it really, it really, it really it hurt all of us. It hurt all of Rams Nation for sure. But yeah, like you said, you're getting back next season. And you, like, hopefully you'll keep hold of Brandon Cooks. I want to ask a quick, quick question about Brandon Cooks, actually, because he always gets traded around for first-round picks. He's been at the Saints for a couple of years, then the Patriots for one year, yeah. and then you've had him for a year. He's obviously got yeah. good production, but there must be... What yeah. is the reason he keeps getting moved around these teams? Because of his playoffs, because of, because of his playoffs, the way, he, the way he plays the playoffs. It's like, if you saw the Super Bowl, uh, there yep. were pictures of literally the ball going right through his hand like two times <laughs> in the end zone that would have been a touchdown if he caught it it's like dude and then you remember last year with the Patriots I don't know if you saw the play when he got the pass and he tried to reverse field and he got laid out his yeah he got out of the game body. yeah it's like it's like he never does good in the Super Bowl so like, I feel like he just gets traded because of that but he's sticking with the Rams we signed him on a six year contract so he's, he's stuck with us <laughs> I mean, he did do 120 yards on eight catches in that game. He he was the most productive receiver out of the ones he had out of the targets, you know. But yeah, like yeah, you he said, was, but then when it counted with the touchdowns, he didn't catch them. I'm like, oh no. Like, 
How did McCourty get back for that? I'll still won't. I'll never know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's like, dude, I don't know what. It's like I don't know what's going on in your head. Just catch the ball. Like I, t- I told my friends, I was like, I could have caught that. That's what I told my friends. <laughs> so we're on the end of the year three with Jared Goff as the as the Rams quarterback. Obviously had a, a very good, very solid uh, season, and then it all kind of fell apart in the Super Bowl. So the fact that you're saying you're going straight back again next year and winning it. You've got no concerns over that performance or, you know, how he's going to handle this offseason? I don't have any concerns personally because you saw Jared Goss' first year. He did horrendous. He did horrible. And that was just part of experience. And then you saw the next year, he did he did pretty good. And then he, this year, he did better than he did the second year. So I feel like every year he's, progress, he's progressing more and more. So I know this next upcoming season, he's going to be experienced enough where he's just going to go to the playoffs and then he's going to go uh, relax. He's experienced already, so I'm not worried. I know when I was watching him through the season, I started to get the the idea that actually this might have been the better move over Carson Wentz. And I didn't feel that after the first season, obviously, because Carson came into the Eagles and, and played well straight away. Second season, they obviously with yep. the injuries to Carson, and now another season where... Carson gets the injury. It looks like you might have made the right pick slowly but surely with obviously Sean McVay Tutor in the guy. It looks like it's going to be the long term oh, yeah, right definitely. decision there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, ever since we got Sean McVay, I've had faith in him uh, through the draft, through the season process, through the offseason process. I personally go to Rams camp every year and I get VIP from the players. So I talk to all the players in person and everything. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to Sean McVay as well. And it's just all the players' confidence and everything has gone up extremely since the first year they moved out here to LA and they went seven and nine, I think it was. So yeah. when I went to that Rams camp, I was talking to the players and they all seemed not confident. Their head was always down, this and that. So like every year I've been going to Rams camp and the players are like more motivated and there's more people going. So it's it's getting better. Um what happened to Todd Gurley second half of the season, man? What what was what was wrong with him going into that last game? Do you know what happened there? I recently saw an interview with DJ Anderson. Um, pretty much, Gurley was hurt. Didn't want to not play in the Super Bowl. So, he told McVay pretty much to just let him play. And he could have gone fine for that. The Rams could have gone fine for a line on the injury report. And you can clearly see. And you know DJ Anderson, right? The second string running back? Yeah, yeah. He said in the uh, interview that Gurley was a lot more hurt than everybody thought. And he literally, like, exposed Gurley, like... Said that Gurley was a lot more hurt than everybody thought. So everybody's intentions and thoughts of him being hurt, it was true. He was hurt. Such a shame. Another one, like the 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 best running back he got in the league, and he didn't get a chance to really shine on the on the big stage and in, in the big game. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and CJ said it was a knee again. Cause remember he had surgery on the ACL knee. Yep. And CJ CJ said that. Uh, once you get a surgery on the knee, you're always going to have a bad knee. It'll come back here and here and there, like eventually. And he was getting an like crazy amount of carries all season, so of course his knee was going to start hurting towards the end mm-hmm. when we were in the playoffs. So that's understandable. I mean, C. Jansen came in and actually did pretty well for you guys. It was it was good to have someone that's got that experience in the Super Bowl come in and be fresh and have you know and, and get those carries. But oh yeah, yeah, I wasn't complaining about C. J. coming in at all. He, he he saw how good he did. Mm. He's like a fat bowling ball. He just runs <laughs> over everybody. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I mean, that, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about the Super Bowl. Obviously, your your defense was epic as usual, um, and it just came down to it. Just one play here or there could have completely changed it for you. So, 
it's it's really really oh, upsetting yeah, yeah. to see that you guys didn't get over there. Unfortunately, you know. I mean, uh, you saw these, you saw the production on the offense. The defense was doing amazing. Just the offense couldn't even get five yards. It was ridiculous. And yeah. It was just like ah, it was just it was just an unexperienced team, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you're right, and it's um something that I don't know what they're going to do in the off season do you think they're going to target some more free agents or they think that's it now and we're just going to focus on the draft yeah I don't see us really getting anybody else in the off season uh, I think we're just going to focus on the draft re-sign a few players but I don't I don't I mean there's Le'Veon Bell as free agent there's Antonio Brown I mean I would love to see Antonio Brown come but let's be realistic <laughs> Yeah I, yeah, I don't think you want him, man. As a Steelers fan, I don't even want either of them, to be honest. There's so much of a headache there. You've already got someone like Tlaib. Yeah. <laughs> and we already have a... We, we have too many receivers. Like, I don't think we need Antonio Brown. <laughs> no, but he might show up against you for the uh, 49ers. That's where he wants to go, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I heard... I heard the Steelers don't want to trade him within the division. So I guess that's smart. You can think about it. If you went to the Ravens, then he probably just murder the Steelers twice a year because he'd be mad at the Steelers you know what I mean absolutely man no I don't want him anywhere near the AFC North next year thank you <laughs> so, uh, so yeah just <laughs> yeah no please no please no um, I did want to talk quickly about the uh, the rest of your division then because obviously the Cardinals are a hot mess um, I don't know if you rate Josh Rosen I've got some strong opinions about how I don't think he's the answer there Sounds like a lot of the Cardinals don't fancy him either. Cliff Kingsbury's come in and they may be going after Kyler Murray now or, you know, moving on already. What do you think about the Cardinals? Let's start with them, shall we? The Cardinals, they're, <laughs> they're horrendous. They're horrible. I feel like the division has switched. Cardinals used to be the best in the division, but the worst, and now everything's switched. The Cardinals are the worst. I mean, I see some potential in Josh Rosen. But with the coaching staff that they have, I don't think he's going to get anywhere. Just like what Jared Goff was with uh, Jeff Fisher, I see it that way. Um, I don't think Josh Rosen can progress with the coaching staff that they have in Arizona. If they get a better coaching staff, I, I think he could get better. But the team always starts with the quarterback, right? And if yeah. Josh Rosen isn't progressing, the Cardinals aren't going to go anywhere. And with the coaching staff that they have, they're not going to get any better. But, I mean, the, the, the Seahawks... Seahawks are always floating around us, you know. The Seahawks will always be decent, so I re- I have respect for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. But and the, the 49ers don't even get me started on the 49ers. <laughs> I've always hated them. So, <laughs> but, but they did go four and twelve those 49ers, and, and we know why because their their golden boy Jimmy G went down in what was it week six or something with an ACL tear. They had to yeah, go to their was, third yeah, string. Yeah, so they had to end up with, with Nick Mullins there at quarterback, and they still eked out you know, four wins over the whole season. But they've got a lot of people coming back. Yeah. They've also got Jarek McKinnon, um, Carl Shanahan there as well. It, it does look promising for, for Sam Fran. I, I, how worried are you about them over the Seahawks next season? Worried? Uh, I'm not very worried about anybody in the NFC West except for okay. the Seahawks. <laughs> the 49ers and the Cardinals are not a threat. It's like, let's say... Let's say it's Alabama University College Football mm-hmm. going against freaking a Division Three Chapman University College. At the <laughs> oh that's wow! How, that's, how, that's how I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out sooner or later, won't we? I mean, he had a great, great end to uh, to last season, the season before, obviously. But yeah, it, it he wasn't so winning that many games before the injury. Sorry, no. Oh, sorry for cutting you off. I said personally, uh, who are you, Kevin? 
Uh, Steelers. Oh, you're fine, dude. You should be a happy guy. You guys had a good season. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. Well, it was okay, but, you know, it could have been better. Could have been better, man. I was, after we beat the Patriots. <laughs> well, we've lost our two best players now over two seasons, so it's not looking great, but... And our oh, quarterback's old. Yeah, actually, you should be pretty stressed. <laughs> Antonio, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell leaving? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Ben's well, like 38. I don't, watched, I don't know if you watched my recent highlight video I did for James Conner on Steelers. I, I dropped it on my Laguna production channel. I did, man. Yeah, it was a very nice uh, video. James Conner's uh, Pittsburgh native, and uh, it's great to see him coming through. So thank you for, for putting that highlight video up, man. Yeah, of course. And I love for James Conner. You know his story with mm-hmm. cancer and everything coming back. So I respect that. So yeah, you just mentioned, I mean, you've got your Laguna Productions on YouTube, which everyone should be following anyway. How do you pick the players that you're doing the highlights on then? Because obviously, you know, it's not just Rams players on there. Uh, usually I get requests through like emails, like, hey, can you do this player or that player? Or can you do this player with that song? So I just respect the fans that I have, and I'll just go along with what they say, and I'll, and I'll make the highlight video. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's cool, so man. Like, I have like 280 highlight videos on my channel now, almost at 300, so... It's crazy. I'm about to hit 17,000 subscribers, so thank God for that. Everyone should be checking out Laguna Productions on YouTube. And obviously, the Twitter handle is It's RNU for, for Rams Nation United yeah. to get hold of you. Um, so, any Rams fans that we've got, they should be checking out uh, Noah on that page as well. Because, like you said, you do, go, you do go to the camps, you do have an inside track on that kind of stuff. It's always been um, interesting to po- see the, the post you're putting up there, Noah. And, um, I always appreciate getting a chance to speak to you over right now or on the on Twitter as well. So thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate you for having me on, Jim. Thank you. Well, hopefully we'll speak to you again soon. I'm going to let you go, but thank you so much, Noah. And uh, yeah, good luck with next season, man. I already know your prediction for next season. You're going all the way. So. All right, thank you too, man. You got you have you have a good season with the Steelers as well. Cheers, buddy. You take care. Bye. Right, you too. So there we go. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Noah from Rams Nation United. Remember to check him out on Twitter at. It's RNU, so Rams Nation United, and also those Laguna Productions on YouTube. He does some great highlight videos of all the best players in the NFL, so check that out. We'll be back next week uh, with a regular show, but until then, I've been Jim, and thank you so much for listening. (laughs) 